Good morning to everyone. Welcome to God's house this morning as we think of the special gift that we have received in our Christian mothers and that we give them that respect, we give them that honor. Not just today, but every day. We make our beginning with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And we join in with our first hymn. Please rise as we join in confessing our sins to our Lord 
and receiving that forgiveness that Christ has earned for us. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. The Lord preserves the simple. Return, O my soul, to your rest. Almighty God, merciful Father, forgive us for living based on what we can see rather than by faith in the reality established by your word. Forgive us for listening to the voices of the world, the opinions of others, and to our own sinful nature rather than to the living voice of Jesus in the scriptures. This we ask Some from futile and sinful ways, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb, without blemish or spot, as a call to redeem sinner of Christ, and by his authority. Therefore, I forgive you all your sins, name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. In our lesson this morning, which is recorded in 1 Peter chapter 2, we see again that we are called out of that darkness, called out of that darkness to that eternal life, and may we live under our Heavenly Father. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in Scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, the stone is precious. But to those who do not believe, the stone the builders reject has become the cornerstone, and a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And again, being those forgiven children, we join with our next hymn, Children of the Heavenly Father.
grace, true and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for this morning's meditation is recorded in Paul's letter to Ephesians chapter 6. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Dear friends in Christ, a grade school teacher was doing a science project on Monday morning. She always did the science projects Monday morning, and then she would review the projects throughout the week. And this week, she was showing her class what a magnet was and the properties of a magnet. Each day, she would review again those properties. And then on Friday, she always gave a quiz to the class just to review, to make sure they understood again about that science experiment. Well, one of the questions that she had was, I have six letters in my name. It begins with M. I pick up things. What is my name? And over half the class wrote, Mother. (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully that's not the case today. Hopefully that's not the case today as we think of the special gift we have from our Christian mothers. That gift of that not only taking care of our physical needs, but more importantly, those spiritual needs. What a gift we have received from God. And it's not just the second weekend of May that we are to honor our Christian mothers. And even if our mothers have been taken to their heavenly home, it gives us a chance to think about them, to give God our thanks for them and the guidance that they have given us. I mean, you take a look at this, and we realize, again, this portion of the fourth commandment, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so they may go well with you and they may enjoy long life on the earth. That long life on the earth, so many people misinterpret that. Some think that if I, if I give that honor to my parents, if I give that honor to my mother, well, maybe I'll get to live to be 70, 80, 90, or maybe even 100 years old. It doesn't mean that at all. What that term means to enjoy long life on the earth means to enjoy the blessings. The blessings of a Christian family. The blessings that we receive through our Christian mothers. The blessings as we look at our families and realize, and again, that they are part of God's representatives. That God is blessing us. Blessing us through, through our Christian parents. And to have that honor to have that love for for our Christian mothers. Because take a look again of how often they take care of us. The way, again, they sacrifice for us. How often isn't it that maybe there's just that little piece of pie left or that little piece of that cake left, you know, and one of the children wants seconds or thirds, and that's okay, go ahead and take it. How often do they sacrifice worrying about us, wondering about us, giving all that they have for us to train us in this life? But what about that spiritual well-being? What about training, again, that we have received, that training about our Heavenly Father? How often do we give that thanks? How often do we give that honor and that respect for what we have received through our Christian mothers? I mean, it's sad when we think about it that how often it's the Christian mothers that take the lead in the spiritual matters of the families. 
It's about 54% of people that joined a church do so because it's the mother that made the first call. It's usually the mother that sets up the baptism. It's usually the mother again that brings the family to church on a Sunday. It's usually the mother again that makes sure that they're here for Sunday school confirmation. But think of that training that we have received. Susanna Wesley, she's the mother of Charles and John Wesley. She was thankful for the 17 children that God blessed her with. She would take time each day and pray for each child. And then throughout the week, every week, she would take one hour, one hour per child, and sit down with them and talk about their spiritual needs to make sure they they knew about Christ, to make sure they knew again that they were part of that royal priesthood, that they were forgiven of their sins, that they knew about a Savior. And then we think again of the blessings that the church in England and America have received through Charles and John Wesley, all those hymns that we have received, the tunes of those hymns that we have received. Think of what she did to sacrifice for those children. Because after all, if we are taking care of the physical needs of our children in this world, we just have them for a very short period of time. But don't we want to make sure that they are prepared spiritually? That they know again about that Savior? That they know again about that, that forgiveness of sins? That Christ loved them, willing went to the cross? Don't we want to spend that eternity with them in heaven? And if we do, then we're going to make sure that again that we sacrifice for them spiritually. To take care of those spiritual needs. And how sad it is that at times, um, and I'm probably one too, pastors are probably the worst ones, that we, the Father has failed to take that lead. Sitting down with them, praying with their children at night, teaching them those first prayers, leading those family devotions. They think of how many nights that I spent again at the church, again, doing the Lord's work, but relying on a Christian wife, a Christian mother, to train again, to make sure that those gifts that we have in our children have that spiritual training for that eternity. To make sure again, as we think of what Paul told told Timothy and how thankful he was. And if you remember, Timothy, he was that young pastor. Paul was amazed at that faith that Timothy had. The way P Timothy could, could take charge of God's word, knew God's word, and would share it with the congregation. And then the way he writes and says, I thank the Lord for that faith that's found in you, Timothy. The faith that was found in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice. And there we see the three generations of the way that faith was passed on. The way that faith was passed on to make sure again that Lois wanted to make sure again that her daughter Eunice had that faith in Christ. That make sure Eunice wanted to make sure that Timothy had that faith in Christ. Isn't that that training? As I said, 54% of people who join the church do so because of the mother. 
And it's as high as about 83, 85% of Christians say they're Christian because of their mother. That their mother was concerned to bring them to that baptismal font. It's time to honor our mothers today, isn't it? To show that respect, to show, to show that love. To show that, that love and thankfulness to God. Because after all, our Christian parents are God's representatives. Here we have God. Here we have his representatives, you know, the home. And here we are at the bottom. And think of the way those blessings flow to us as if it was God himself taking care of us. Taking care of our physical needs. And we see that again with, with Jesus on the cross, don't we? where Jesus is hanging on the cross. His disciples are a distance away from him because they don't want to be next on the cross. And he looks down and sees his mother and says, Mother, here is your son. And to John, he says, here is your mother. Making sure again that her physical needs be taken care of. To make sure again that she would have that roof over, over her head. We see his love for his mother. We see that honor. We see that respect. Shouldn't it be the same for us on this day? Not just this day, but every day. To have that honor, to have that respect for the gift, that special gift that we have from God. That special gift of a Christian mother that takes care of us, that that prays for us. Hopefully, we can show that love by not just the gifts that we, we buy today, but to show that love each and every day. To show that honor, and maybe it means, again, just a text if you're a distance from your mother. Maybe it's just that phone call. Maybe it's stopping over and making sure that she's okay, taking care again of, of her physical needs, as her life draws more towards the end of that stages of this earthly journey. But what a special gift we have received. May we show that honor, may we show that that respect. (coughs) There was a father who had two daughters, a four-year-old and a six-year-old. And the parents gave the two daughters money throughout the year, gave that money, allowance, and... This one Mother's Day, they wanted to buy their own gift for their mother. So he said, okay. He takes the two daughters down to a florist, and they buy a potted plant, and it it was nice. They paid it with their own money. They brought it home, and they could barely keep their excitement, their excitement to their self. Then came Mother's Day, and before church, they wanted to give that, that gift to their mother. And so they got together before church. They brought out the plant and said, Happy Mother's Day. And the four-year-old was just so excited. Just, you know, sky high with excitement about, you know, Mom, we bought this with our own money. We bought this with our own money. You know, we love you. The six-year-old was pretty quiet. And the mother thought, that's kind of strange. Why, why was she so quiet? And she her and said, what's wrong? And she said, well, Mom, this florist had such beautiful plants. Such beautiful plants, but this was the only one that we could afford. And 
her mother said, that's fine. And she said, but you would have loved the other one. You would have loved this other plant. It was just so beautiful, Mom. It even had a ribbon on it. It said, rest in peace. And you always said, you want, you want some rest and peace, and I wanted to give that one to you. Hopefully, hopefully today isn't just getting that potted plant, just giving some rest and peace to your mother. But it is to show that honor and that respect. To realize, to realize a special gift that we have received from God. Because truly, a mother prays for us each and every day. May we show that love and that respect.
May the peace of God surpass understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. As we return our first fruits to our Lord who has given us all things, the guest books are located in the chairs in the center aisle. Please take a moment to sign those. If it's passed back the center, it gives you a chance to greet your neighbor and our Lord and Savior. Let us please rise for our prayers. And in our prayers this week, we'd like to remember Lauren Stokes, who will be entering the hospital tomorrow morning, uh, who is the father of Barb Johnson. And also we'd like to remember Jim uh, Paolo, a nephew of Debbie Wagner, and Linda Monday, who is in serious condition at Theta Clark. We bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we ask you again to be with Lauren and Jim. We ask you to be with the surgeons and guide the hand of the surgeons. We ask you to give strength to the doctors that are taking care of Jim and Lauren. Be with the nurses too. And if it is your will, grant both of them a quick return of their earthly health. Be with their families at this time of need, in knowing again that truly you are that comfort and peace that your protecting hand is over their loved ones. Be with them now and forever. Amen. Heavenly Father, once again on this day set aside to honor our mothers. We thank you for our Christian mothers. We thank you for the sacrifices that they have made for us, not only taking care of our physical needs, but more importantly, take care of our spiritual needs. And may we give that honor and may we give that respect to them not just on this Sunday, but every day of their lives. As we think of the many blessings that you, we receive through your representatives, 
May we enjoy these blessings, and we give you thanks today and every day for this special gift from you. All this we ask in our Savior's name, who taught us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sinned against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. And we prepare our hearts for the Lord's Supper. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let's give thanks to the Lord our God. Praise to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In love, he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. He raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms and placed all things under his feet for the benefit of the church. Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be praise and thanks and honor and glory forever and ever. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the night that he was betrayed, took bread. We give him thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Then he took the cup, gave thanks. Gave to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood, the new covenant, which is poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. May the peace of the Lord be with you always.
with all things, be prepared for the Lord's Supper. You'll be ushered up in the center aisles and receive the elements, dispose of the cups and the baskets, as you return to your chairs on the side aisles.
rise for our closing prayer. Almighty God, whose Son Jesus Christ chose to suffer pain before going up to joy and crucifixion before entering into glory, mercifully grant that, walking in the way of the cross, we may find this path to be on the way of life and peace through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. Please be seated as we join in with the singing of our last hymn.
worship your holy 